listening to the Get Peeled podcast, a space for life enthusiasts to get inspired, learn through others about fitness, business, relationships, and life itself. I'm your host, Tana Eden, a fitness entrepreneur that has an obsession with sweating and a burning desire to share and inspire others with the lessons that I have learned through fitness. What's going on? Welcome back to the Get Pill Podcast. I'm Hannah Eden, your host. And I am Paolo Barreto, your co-host. And today we're going to take on part four of our five-part series podcast, talking all about our new program, Beyond, in which we have kettlebell programming along with ancient wisdom from the great Stoics that we're trying to bring to you. <laughs> I love that. What? No, nothing. It just sounds so serious. No, it's, it's what it is. It is. So Paolo and I went on a trip, and I'm sure you've heard all about this, but over the year, we started reading some books, one of them being The Obstacle is the Way, which is all about ancient Stoicism. And it, I used to not really understand much about it until you read it, and you're like, holy shit, this is speaking volumes to me. Um, and so we wanted to, as always, apply something different towards our programs. So not only are they transformative on a physical state that we will progress in our kettlebell <coughs> skills, but also um, your mind as well and how to handle certain things. And trying to share stories, I guess, through the podcast of what we mean by the themes that we've set for every week to go a little bit deeper into that. And so Paolo had said already, non decor deco, which translates to, I am not led, I lead. Um, and if you were to listen to that sentence, what is the one thing that comes to your mind? About conforming? Just that sentence. Oh, that sentence. I think it's about individuality, accepting your individuality. Uh, Ross Edgley, in one of his books, he says this great sentence, which is, uh, we need to learn how to celebrate the round pegs in the square holes, meaning we're all different, and we have to accept that we're different and trying to live life to what's put in front of us, to what all the people around us is actually doing is not serving us, you know? Yeah, and I think if we zoom out, right, and look at a lifespan, especially where we are right now in time, but also what happens to us throughout our own lives. As children, we follow because we are looking for someone that knows more than us because we're looking for adults and we're looking for uh, direction in life, right? And that's pretty typical, pretty normal. But then you grow older, and when you're in these transformative years of being, especially from a, a girl's point of view, like being a, a young teenage girl trying to understand who the fuck you are, where you're going, what life is all about, all these scary things, like it's very easy to be influenced by the rest of the world. And that's mm -hmm. just within life. Now add on the time that we're in, the era that we're standing in right now, this digital age and this whole world of social media and the pressure of what goes on. Like, I don't, I've said it before, but I don't know if I would have survived high school. There is just so many things coming at you, telling you what you should be like, how you should be like, what you should look like, how you sh what you should stay, what color your hair should be. It's like, there's like, there's extremes of this and it's just getting more and more and more over, over the years since we just, everything is just so instant on our phones. And um, I think that because we use social media as a tool, we didn't really, I never really experienced that world until now. And now I'm like, whoa, I've had such tunnel vision on because we've been moving so fast. But when you stop and slow down, which a lot of people have time on their hands to be scrolling on social media, you catch yourself, you know, comparing yourself to others. And maybe I should do this if I want to get more engagement or likes on Instagram. And it's like, your brain starts to play tricks on you. But if you don't like reel it in and, and tighten up the reins and be like, hang on. Let's not forget who you are. And I can say this for myself, and this is a message to every single little girl out there in the world. 
I was always different. And being different caused massive problems for me. But because I used to resist it and I used to try and defend it and be like so fucking hated the fact that I was different that it caused a bad light on my, the way that I looked at myself and the way that I looked at the rest of the world. If I could take back time, I would tell myself to chill out and to embrace all your differences. And my mom, thank God, raised me to be that girl that is different. My mom was always the weird parent that had weird colored hair and she stood out, she wore weird clothes, which now I look at, I'm like, she's a fucking G. She looks so cool. True. But at the time people judged that because it was different. And now it's like, man, embrace all those things because I think it's the differences that make you stand out. And why would you want to be the same? And I just remember feeling like, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. I wish I looked like this or I wish that my body was like this or like that. And it's such a battle and it never stops until you realize like, no one is going to be you and that's the most unique thing there is. So embrace all your flaws and all your imperfections because the people that, je- that look so perfectly good to you, how they feel about themselves is probably similar to how you feel about yourself. Oh, absolutely. You know? So it doesn't change. So what needs to change <clears throat> is this and how you look at yourself, not really how you think that the world is looking at you. Whoa, yeah. There is a saying of Jay Shetty. What does he say? Oh, wow. It's, a, it's, not from, it's from the book, Jay Shetty, but I actually yeah. forgot the author. I feel horrible, but uh, it says that we, ugh, I hope I don't fuck this up, but we are constantly striving to be, to be the person who we think the world thinks we should be. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like, people probably think that I, I have, I'm going to use my own insecurities. Ready? Whoa, vulnerability alert. So, man. <laughs> you are weird, man. I know. <laughs> Vulnerability alert. You are weird. It's okay to be weird. That's why I love you. (laughs) That was actually in your vows. Yeah. At our wedding. It It was was like, you're weird. You're there. (laughs) Cool. You are. That's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot what my train of thought was now. Vulnerability alert. Oh, yeah. My insecurities. Okay. What the conversation is, the narrative inside of my own head. Man. I wish I had bigger legs. I bet everyone's looking at me thinking, fuck, man, she needs to get an ass or she needs to have thicker legs. Like, listen to that thought out loud. That's fucking insane, okay? But that's a real thought. But how do I know what someone else is thinking? Because let me tell you something. I'm not looking at someone else going, oh, my God. I think they should She have needs this. to have more of this. Oh, oh, my God. She needs to get it like this. First of all, I'm not 12 anymore, right? We do it to ourselves, but we stop doing it to others. So stop doing it to yourself. And I'm talking to myself here as I say this, but this is so true. And, and if you're surrounded by people or you feel like you're that person at the moment, here's what I've learned over the years. The more you surround yourself with people that are kind about others, are typically kind to themselves as well. The more you surround yourself with people that are really mean about others, usually they're battling something inside of their brain about how they talk to themselves. Even though they might hide it. Even though they might hide it. Yeah, you may never hear it, but that's usually what (coughs) happens. So surround yourself with people that are nice about themselves and also nice about others because it rubs off on you you and you'll start to hear things that maybe you hadn't heard before when you say them yourself. Yeah, well, the point that he said is interesting because I think that we all think that, oh, people are going to think that I'm this. People think that I should look or do this. Turns out that be, the, same, the same monologue that's going through your mind is going through everyone else's in a sense that the next person is thinking about themselves. Maybe in a good or bad light, but doesn't matter. 
My point to you is everyone only thinks about themselves, period. A better way of saying that is no one gives a shit about you in a <laughs> sense that no one cares how you look or what you dress or what you eat or what you drive. We care about that. We care about what we think others think of us. Exactly. That's such a loaded sentence. Isn't it fucked? But guess what? That, that's true. It's like, get off your high horse. They're not even thinking about No one cares. <laughs> no one gives a damn. Yeah. Like, should I post this? But what if I post? Guess what? Someone's going to scroll. They're going to see the picture because it's what they do on Instagram. Or I scroll. I see the picture. I start reading the caption. I'm like, nah. And you keep going. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. I Trust me. It's gone. So... Don't occupy your mind so much about what people think of you. Instead... No, of what you think people think of you. Correct. Because they don't. Because they don't. Correct. Instead, occupy your mind with the thoughts that are coming to you about yourself and what you can do to change that. And one of the things that we can do to change that is, like Hannah said, is to be a little kinder to ourselves. Yeah. How? Well understanding a couple of things about us that, first of all, we're human. Second of all, we're meant to mess up and fuck up. So if you make plans and you don't follow through, if you hurt someone, if you don't perform to the standard that you put up to yourself, that's okay. I'm not saying confuse complacency with acceptance, two different things, but accept that we're going to fuck up. And all that really matters is what do you do next, right? Yeah, and I think if you relate it again, if you can't do it for yourself, relate it to something else. Like, look at a child. If you continuously try and punish them, do you think that they're going to perform better? No. And it's the same thing for yourself. So the way that you talk to yourself and the way that you treat yourself inside of your mind, whether or not you say it out loud or if you do, even worse, just understand, why, how are you going to start changing to be better if you're constantly punishing yourself and telling yourself how much you're failing? Mm-hmm. Like, accept that you failed. Don't look at it like a bad thing because you're trying. And move on and try again. But if, you keep, if you're so hung up on the shit that you didn't do versus focusing on what you could do, then you're never going to get there. So I think that's pretty much the, the sum of that, right? Yeah, well, um, I heard this morning a really good saying. Someone said that, I don't know who, but you probably heard it before. It's about not quitting, right? Like Kenneth was saying, you do it, then you fail. And then you do it again, and then you fail again. And then you do it one more time. And every single time, just tell yourself that you're going to fail a little better. You're going to fail with a little more grace. You're going to fail with a little more style. Because every single time that we fail, we get better, we learn, and we're prepared for what comes next. So I think that this is one piece of the non-duco-core, duco. Another piece is the ability to take charge, right? The ability to take charge in the sense of, well, you have to be held accountable for yourself and by yourself. And one of the notes that I put for me to kind of bring up into this conversation is the idea from your day. Sometimes we go and we just go with the flow, right? We wake up, you do whatever it is, your day ends and you look back and you cannot pinpoint one or two things that you told yourself that you're going to do. If it's at work, if it's with your wife, with your kids, that you say, dude, I told myself that I was going to do it and I did it. Because sometimes we just wake up and go with the flow. So how can we take charge of the day and not let the day simply go by us and the day take charge of us? What do you do in these situations? Like, what do I do? I have a, a list. You <laughs> a do? Yeah. I'm a psycho. I have a, 
a calendar that I put things on to my calendar, but I've talked about this before and like I said, we can do a whole podcast on this, but I try not to put on my day more than what I know I can attain. Because if you start to overwhelm the day, which I also do this, I go through phases, then you feel like you're failing every day and you're drowning. When mm -hmm. really you're not, you've accomplished a lot, but you're not going to wake up and accomplish everything in one day. So I have this planner and daily containers throughout that planner uh, for hours and try and keep myself in these little bubbles. We've been going with the flow for the last three weeks because we've been filming and every, there's other people involved now in this equation where if you try and stick to your containers when other people are coming in, then you're just going to be resisting and like tweaking out in the corner. So I don't even <laughs> set myself up for those when I know that that's going to happen. And uh, I try and stick to the containers and stick and accomplish and just check off. If you get three boxes done a day, then fuck me, you're, you're killing it. Yeah. Don't put 10 boxes on your day. Warren Buffett said that one of the secrets for him becoming a billionaire is every night he writes three goals that he needs to do the next day. And then the next day, he looks at him, he crosses the one that he did, and if he couldn't cross all three, the one that's left bumps up to the next day, and he keeps on going. He writes down three things to get done, and he gets it done, and he keeps on bumping. I'm not saying keep bumping it. No, you got to cross him, and whatever's left, bump to the next day. And if you have a day that you're like, I am going to hate everything today, and I'm not going to do it, then don't do it. Don't do it. That and is amazing. And be kind to yourself. Don't fucking do it. Like, there's days that happened to me. Like, this morning, that was me. You were in a totally different fucking space. But I'm like, you know what? There's I'm so not many doing things it. to do today. No. <laughs> no! I'm not fucking leaving. We're talking about creating boundaries and being able to say no. So I did that this morning. Good. But uh, yeah, it's important to do that too because otherwise you're going to just continuously be hard on yourself. So you've got to be kind to yourself. And I always like to leave people with books because I think there's always something within a book that you can take away, if not everything. It's a book called Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff. And it was actually recommended to me by my therapist. And it's all about being kind to yourself and forgiving yourself. And how, if you can't do that naturally, there's a bunch of tips and techniques in there and how mm -hmm. to do it. I also want to finish with this, which is uh, uh, lead, do not be led, right? And It's so open, actually. This is open to so many interpretations, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is I want you to be able to look at yourself from a different point of view. If you, can't, if you don't think that you can do it yourself, then remove yourself and look at yourself from a movie, from the outside in and ask yourself to take some time, like what would you do in this moment if you had the moment to write the script to a movie and then try and execute? I like that, I like that. Actually, I read something that was super interesting. Um, it's what happens in between. No, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna drop this one here. We're gonna wait for the next podcast because the next one we're gonna be talking about Talk memento mori. Uh, she's so like, what? A, I'm like, wait, what? The last no, one. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna. Um, That's a weird way to do things. What? Okay, cut real quick. We're gonna add. Oh shit, we're gonna add the, the other one. Yeah. Um, Hang on. What? I was gonna say something, but I'm gonna wait to say on the next podcast. That's so then, well, you just had, you just. Uh, uh, that was me trying to wrap it up. So that I know. Was, yeah. I don't know how you want to do that then. Um, what was the piece that you said last? Man. Well, let's just look at each other and then... I said, think about how you want to write the script and then execute. Can you say it again? I don't remember exactly what I said. That's okay. So you said, think about how you want to create and execute. And then I want to wrap from that. Is that okay? okay? Yep. Uh, um. So think about how you would write the script and then execute.
That's it. So, baby, do you want any closing thoughts? No, not at all. Uh, stick around. Don't forget we've got one more to go. And it sounds morbid, but it's not. Perspective is everything. In the next chapter, we're going to be talking about memento mori, which means... We all must die, and we have to know and keep that in mind. That's right. But it's okay. Every day is a gift. We'll see you over there and explain all the reasons why. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.